Welcome to Divorce Etc. hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask, but we know because we've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. Welcome to this episode of Divorce Etc. And today, TH and I are actually taking a look back, maybe I should say a hard look back, at the past mm-hmm. year to be able to share some of our highs and lows, um, partially to let you know, like, we are where you guys are also. You know, our tagline is always, we've been there, we've lived it, so we get it. I don't even know our own tagline. We've lived it, so we get it. But what I was going to say is, but we have been there. And even if we're not in the exact same places right now, like we really do have a lot of shit going on that um, I think you guys can relate to and vice versa. So we're going to dig right in. So welcome everybody to just us. Um, (laughs) We are, yeah. I mean, when I think back at this year, it's really hard since COVID. I feel like it's all one clump of time. I'm not really sure what month or day we're in ever anymore. <laughs> um, that's the new normal. Right. That's the new normal, which is also very, you know, scary. Um, but I think I said scary only because I have a hard time being present sometimes because I don't know where I am in the world of time anymore. I just, I can't even believe that we are at the end of 2021 so quickly. And a lot of great things did happen this year. I, I have to say first and foremost, that Jessica and I have learned to applaud ourselves. Um, just so you all know, we're still learning. We are still learning, but we just launched our website in August. We launched our podcast around May, like full launch. We had a glitch with our website in February, had to find a new team to help us revamp it the way we wanted it. We kind of have been doing a hot scramble for the last six months, um, figuring shit out, but kudos to us. Kudos to us. And it's actually living and breathing and connecting with people and our reach out with our experts and new potential experts and other people who just get it is really amazing. We've been validated over and over again from, you know, people who were, we were hoping we could get as a guest. (laughs) And then when they're on as a guest, like, we love what you guys are doing, which is the greatest thing, even for anything you do in your life, just to get that validation, you're like, damn straight. But when you're going into, you're like, holy shit, am I making a mistake? So kudos to us. And it's totally fine to congratulate yourself and recognize your successes. And this is definitely one of my biggest successes. I've run businesses through large companies before, but I had a huge safety net and there's no safety net here. Right. We put our money where our mouth is. We've been self-funding. So everything you're seeing is from our hard-earned money in the past. And, um, you know, it just, we're really proud of ourselves. So I'm proud of you, Jess, and I'm proud of me, TH. <laughs> and you and- should be, and you should be. I'm proud of us too. I mean, I think that it is really hard um, for a lot of different reasons, right? For any of us to kind of be able to take a step back and look at what have we accomplished? What have we done? What's worked well? What, what we should be proud of? without feeling like we're either bragging or, um, 
you know, were being, um, what's the word? Just arrogant, arrogant about it. Yeah, exactly. Don't you think that's a society thing again? Yes, I think that again, it is. And with for women in particular? Yes, I think that, that you're right. And I think that it is. I'm just saying like, I find it a lot easier to um, talk about ex-experts when it's people obviously like that are close to me. But when the time comes, when we really have to like be out in public, kind of selling ourselves and pitching ourselves in an interesting way. Like those are the times that I feel a little bit more, um, afraid or timid because I don't want to come across like really arrogant about it. But, um, we, we've made some huge strides this year. I mean, you know, we do, we do deserve to give ourselves a pat on the back. We've had many thousands of podcast downloads and plays, which has been amazing for us. Like we came out of nowhere, you know, and, and we have no idea what the statistics, I mean, listen, I know Joe Rogan gets a million uh, downloads per episode. We're nowhere near that, but I, I'm like, I'm so proud of how many people we have that are out there listening to, to us and, and reson that we're resonating with and the growth that we've made and the progress that we've made. And like the, the, it has been very gratifying that when we talk to people and connect with people that they are like, we've seen you, we've heard you, we, you know, are reading what you're doing. We're following what you're doing. And, and it is very gratifying for me. That's probably been the best part of my year. Well, that, and the fact that my kid got into college. So like, hallelujah. So, um, both of our boys got into college this year around the same time. So in keeping with Jessica and my timing events in our lives, (laughs) this is probably also about a week apart, right? Right. That they both got into their first choices where they applied early decision and are committed. And so that's just amazing. Great news. Um, for me though, I feel like it's been a really hard year for me. Oh my God. Like all of a sudden just started getting choked up. I don't want to cry, but like, it's been a really hard year for me. Like I've moved three times. I've been living out of boxes for over a year. Um, tried to buy an apartment, lost it, found another one, which is great. Now it's being renovated. I'm living in a shithole surrounded by boxes. I've had to have my mover slash storage guy come like two or three times over the past, however many months to bring me stuff that I had not anticipated that I would need because I kept thinking that I was going to have a place to live. I I've been with my kids so much less in the last six months or last, yeah, about five months since I've been in this rental. Um, it's, it's, you know, obviously getting divorced. Um, it's been really a lot, like a lot working two full-time jobs, draining my life savings. I don't know, but despite it all, like I really do try to keep things in perspective and not let myself too often like go down the vortex of disappointment and depression of like where I am, where maybe I thought I'd be approaching 50. 
this is definitely not it. Um, but, but for everybody, like, you know, look, we have our ups and we have our downs. And I think that you, it's okay to like, be like, fuck, this is not (laughs) what I thought my life was going to be. Yeah. But still be able to like acknowledge the things that are positive in your life. I got to see my family over Thanksgiving. It was the first time we were all together in two years. Like my kids are healthy and thriving. You know, I'm healthy and thriving. And you have great friends and you learned to play poker this year. And you've definitely gotten out of your comfort zone more than you would have. And um, you're learning how to be a marketing guru through X experts, and I'm learning how to be better with writing and <laughs> interviewing people. And you always have a smile on your face. And um, we've interviewed so many people who who talk about the inner narrator in your head that messages you whatever. And um, I think that your positive person is still stronger than your negative voice. I think so too. And your life is great. I mean, you you have worked hard and are paying for a home by yourself for you and your children. And that is really hard to do. That's only you. And you're going to make another beautiful home. And by the way, for anyone listening, this is the second time she has done this on her own, not the first. (laughs) (laughs) And did pick up the pieces from um, divorcing Leo and has maintained positive relationships with both of her ex-husbands and created a life for herself and for her kids that's very positive and uplifting and happy and really on your terms. And so those are the things that I think about. I mean, I'm not with you in that shithole. I've never even seen it, but I have... the new soon-to-be home. And what I think about it, regardless of all the cosmetic stuff you did inside, she can see trees from her window in New York City downtown. Like for me, that would make my day. Yeah, it's a very light. Outside my window, not like a concrete wall of somebody else's window. Right. And and there's so much light in her apartment. So all the things that you can't buy for her apartment She also just happens to have at her new home, which she will be in by the time we do another Just Us. Hopefully. This is what I'll say for everyone out there. First of all, get yourself a friend like TH. (laughs) Because we talk about how important important community is. And honestly, like you need those pick-me-ups. And and but but I will also say, and this is such a, a little interesting anecdote, but I agree with you when you say, like, you know, these. Um, I don't, I don't even know how you just literally just said it. And I already forget how you phrased it, but something about like keeping things in perspective. And, you know, um, I, I do feel like the quote unquote problems that I have are, uh, for lack of a better expression, like first world problems. Like there are people that are literally, you know, don't have a roof over their heads and are starving. Right. Exactly. And I, and I feel like, you know, as with everything in life, like this too shall pass and I will figure out a way to make it work. And, um, and I don't feel like, you know, thank God, you know, that my problems are not that I don't have a place to live or that I can't feed my kids. So I know that I have to keep it in perspective. And I know that that does keep me from complaining 
probably more than I do because I feel like, who who am I? How do I have the right to even complain given my circumstances? So I'm going to explain why you do. Okay. Um, another quick kudo for Jessica is that she <laughs> is working on herself for the first time ever. She has made herself vulnerable and is going to therapy for her and not to fix a relationship, but just a place for her to learn about herself. So that's probably, I think, like your biggest thing that you did this year for yourself. Everything else is hard work. Mental health and like feeling good about yourself. That's like the real shit. You have to go to sleep at night. You have to wake up. You've got everybody talking to you. You have tons of noise in your head. And if you don't feel good about you, everything else is off kilter. So I just, I want to say that. Um, But I forgot what I was going to say. Well, I was just saying that it's important to keep things in perspective. And like, I was supposed to go this Christmas. um, I was supposed to go to London because I have a cousin, one of my first cousins, her kid um, was being bar mitzvahed. And they had chosen the date years ago and it was going to be Christmas weekend. And I had booked the trip. Most of my family is unable to go, but I was going to go. My brother was going to go. And um, based on all of the uncertainty and the fact that uh, the UK came out with a new testing quarantine mandate, I ended up canceling my trip. And, um, and as the weeks got closer to the bar mitzvah, then the, you know, the circumstances got even worse. And it turns out that now my cousin and her two daughters both have COVID and now only the son and the father don't. And so now they had to go to another location and now they don't even, they've already postponed the party and now like, they don't know if they're even going to have the service. This has all happened like in the last, you know, 48 hours. Mm -hmm. And my mom calls me this morning and she's like, oh my God. And it's so awful. And can you believe it? And can you believe it? And can you believe it? And I am sitting there listening with her. And I said, mom, you know what? I don't, I'm not really the person to have this conversation with. I said, first of all, I actually have friends whose kids who I went to at least three or four zoom bar mitzvahs or bat mitzvahs during COVID since 2020. I said, I I was at three zoom funerals. I know a number of people whose weddings had to be canceled. And I said, I just, Yes, it sucks that they had people internationally that were supposed to fly in and it totally sucks that they have COVID and some of them have symptoms. I'm like, I just feel like in today's day and age, the fact that they can't have the party, eh, I'm not really the person to complain about it to. Right, right. It's right. just, you look around. Right. Well, uh, what I was going to say when, um, you know, putting things in perspective and, and people don't have a roof over their head and, and people are definitely in, in worse situations than we are in. I will say that you are still in your own world and things that are hard for you can still be hard for you. Even if there are children and families and people who are in worse situations when you put it on paper. But for my own life, I know that I know now I give myself permission to feel like shit sometimes and to cry sometimes and to be annoyed and frustrated and pissed off. And I, I give myself that permission because if I don't get it off my chest, I, it's going to eat me up. So if you give yourself permission to just feel, then you'll see that those feelings will soon go away. But if you don't give yourself permission to feel because of this, that, and the other thing, it'll eat you alive. So you know, you've been through a lot, you know, not having a home base I'm is, you know, I can't even really imagine. 
um, so unsettling. So you're entitled to feel unsettled and annoyed and sad and fed up. Um, and, and anybody who's going to judge you for feeling that way, I'd be like, screw you. Like, you're not my friend. I'm not going to tell you about it. I don't feel like anyone's judging me for feeling that way, but I will say once again, for everybody, but you're judging yourself for feeling that way. Right. But I, but I, but I first want to say like, again, for anyone out there who is transitioning or has been transitioning this past year for leaving a relationship, getting divorced or your divorce went through and, and figuring out like what your next steps are going to be like, you know, we, we, we all know that you look at things on social media and you look at, you know, all a kind of, and you look, think everyone's life is always better than yours. Right. And the grass is always greener. And I, and I do not by any stroke of the imagination, put out a persona that like my life is great and perfect. And that I don't have any issues that other people have. Like anybody I'm, who does is full of shit. Totally, to totally. But so I'm just saying, like, I feel like people, even though we are so grateful for everyone who has come into the X experts community and, and is supporting us by, you know, going on the website, following us on social, listening to our podcast, like we have shit going on also. And I think that that's what makes us in such a better position to be able to help other people because we have real life issues and real life problems. Yeah. You're also navigating with a tight community of support and, and with the experts that we're working with. So we really know what we're talking about when we, when we are saying to you, like this, you will get through it. Like I, like, <laughs> You, I'm literally looking around my apartment right now. Like you got, you can't even imagine this, what I'm, what this is like living in. And I will say, like, I felt like I really was holding it together. I really was holding it together until I got into this place. And even when the weather was at least warmer, I felt like I was still kind of holding it together. And now for me, I would say like the last month has been it's just been getting progressively worse and worse. And I think that that's probably also because there's finally a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. And right. I think I should be out of this apartment, hopefully before my 50th birthday in February, which I'm really praying for. But this is definitely one of the darkest, bleakest times of my life. And what I really hope is that that's not like getting translated to my kids. Because even though I see them less, part of me is like a little bit glad that I see them less because then I'm like, well, they're not seeing me like as unhappy as I am. But I really hope that like, just that, that everybody out there, like we all have the same struggles. Yeah. And it takes the same courage and perseverance to get through them. Like nobody has it any easier than anybody else. My so life. that's, that's... <laughs> That was very brave. <laughs> that was very brave. And, and we also know that everybody coming to us is struggling in one way or another. We, we do know what we're saying about our own experiences. We haven't experienced everything, but just because the facts are different doesn't mean that the feelings are the loneliness, the fear, the questioning yourself. Um, I mean, we do get it. And we, and we do know that it takes baby steps to get you where you need to go. This is not an overnight anything. And if you put in the time, a little at a time, like my biggest step, which has been a slow progression for many years, is to be present. You're really good at that though. But I have been working on this. Jason was 11. 
Um, actually, I think the day that I got the phone call that my marriage was over, everything is crystal clear to me because I think I had been living for so many years cutting off the world because the world was going to hurt me if I brought it in. So like really not hearing what my ex was saying, not just like I was literally living in a tunnel that, that I forced upon myself because that was like self-preservation. The minute I was free, I, it's like I had imprisoned myself for so long. I could finally like breathe the fresh air. And, and I literally do stop and smell roses now. And when I, I was just up in Vermont this weekend and it was snowing and all I did was look around at how gorgeous it was, like snow, the trees, the mountains, like those are things that fill me up to the max. You can buy me whatever you want under the sun, but if you can't buy me that view, then don't bother <laughs> because those are the things that I've learned that bring me so much joy. So on this journey, look at the things that bring you joy, yes. like stop for the minutes that you feel that joy, take it in. Cause that's a gift for you. Yeah and do it again. Like yeah. keep your eyes open to the world also for the negatives. Like, you know what? I don't need this in my life. I am going to walk away. That is a very telling, um, act of strength and bravery. But those are, as I said, at the very beginning in baby steps, like yeah. if you're dealing with your ex and, and you know what, this time I'm not going to answer the text. It's very little action that has tremendous reward for you, for your self-preservation in a positive way, not imprisonment. That's freedom, right? That's setting boundaries that are good for you. So those baby steps we talk about throughout so many of our podcasts that we do, you know, depending on the topic, whether it's dating or co-parenting or self-care or dealing with your lawyer or looking at your numbers and holy shit, I don't make enough money to pay for my credit card or how am I going to get a loan? I don't have credit. These are all baby steps that will land you to where Jessica and I are today. And, and even though Jessica is in a vulnerable position right now, <laughs> she is in a, in also in a position of significant strength because she manages her own money. She makes her own money. She has put herself in a position to buy and renovate an apartment on her own. Those are, I mean, I'll have true. nothing left by the time the renovation is over and I'll be house poor for the rest but of my listen, life, but it'll these be are totally worth it. But these are decisions yes. you've made. And we all know, and you all know out there that where you put your head down on your pillow at night, it's really important. So when we think about like giveaways and stuff like that, Jessica and I always go back to, well, a new mattress would be awesome. New sheets, a candle or a diffuser that Always. smells really good and gorgeous right. towels yeah. and, and a light up mirror. Like who needs more than that? That's right. I could be in my bed all day, especially now with COVID you guys wouldn't even know, but, but I would be happy in that bed because that's where you rest yeah. and let your body chill out or have really great sex, but <laughs> whatever it is, it should all yeah. be good in, I, in that like small space of your life. So. I totally agree. And it's funny too, cause I'm such an extrovert and I'm such like a socially active person. And I love being out 
the last several months have been much more of a struggle with that. I've literally gone out like any opportunity, even things I don't want to do just to get out of this apartment. But I feel like when I move back in, there is a part of me that really is like a homebody. Like it's very important to me to like love where I live and, and make that investment. And so I am making, like I'm investing everything into that apartment and it is worth it to me because it's like the idea of, of opening the front door and walking in and being like, Oh my God, this is my home and and it's mine. And I, right. And I love where I live, (laughs) but I feel like I'm going to be the biggest freaking homebody once I move back in. Like you're never going to get me out of that apartment. That's like, fine. I'll I'm visit just, you in your nice apartment. Uh, I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Um, I just want to say quickly that looking back on this year, um, you all would never know because I didn't tell you, but um, I will now in the last two years have had five surgeries and I moved out of my home that I raised my children in for, I raised them in the town for over 22 years, moved out of this home. We moved into this home like a month after I separated um, from my ex-husband and had been there for 13 years. Yeah. And I started this business with Jessica, like all in. And I found, and he found me, this amazing man who I, who just like lights up my life. And so the surgeries and stuff, you know, to an outsider would seem bad. And trust me, they've been more frustrating than bad for me. The outcome has been positive, but me self-inflicting the inability to walk for a period of time is like, yeah, there's nothing I could do. It's worse than that. (laughs) I mean, I would be active walk after my other surgeries. This one, I couldn't. And to just rest in bed has been actually very good for me as a person but very difficult for me as a person. Right. Um, And the fact that I am at a place in my life where I am comfortable living with someone after basically 16 years of not living with someone. I didn't have to ask anybody what they thought. I didn't have to share opinions. I just marched to TH's rules and that's how it was. And, And that's how I know that he's so right is because it doesn't bother me. It's just so wonderful and easy and it's taken a lot of work. Yeah. But as we mentioned in our um, reset and rewind podcast for just us last year, year, it's all a matter of perspective. Totally. If you sit in that pit of pain, you won't be where we are ever. So please do for yourself, take your baby step, buy yourself a gift, whether it's a candle or something bigger or, or take a drive somewhere. Great. Do something that just makes you so happy. And that's what we hope, you know, for you guys, for your new year. And, um, please ask us anything. And our divorce, et cetera, podcast is rocking and rolling into season two. So stay tuned for more of Jessica's dating antics for move in. (laughs) I'm sure you'll hear about my move in and blending families and, and all of that. There's a lot. And I want to just add one more thing to what CH is saying, because we, we were laughing when we had, um, we did an interview, um, a little while back about uh, the holidays with Dr. Elizabeth Cohen. And one of the things that she said when we were talking about, like, how can you make sure that you're looking out for yourself over the holidays 
one of the things that she said was no is a complete sentence. We love that. that And we laughed at that. But the truth is that applies all year round, 365 days a year. It's not just for the holidays. And I have found that I am getting a little bit better about saying no to things and about prioritizing the things that are important to me in my schedule. And so, yes, I was working this weekend on a Sunday for, you know, almost eight hours, but there are other days where in the mornings I'm like, no, I'm doing, I'm going to the gym or another day on the weekend. I'm like, I'm just not working today. This is what I'm doing now. I'm going out or, you know, so you just, you really have to be, don't always feel beholden to everyone else and to everything that you think are your obligations in life. Like it's okay to take a breath and to just say, this is what I'm doing today or tonight or next week or whatever it is. And make sure you have that time or space because otherwise you're just going to spontaneously combust. And that's just never going to be a good thing. No, no. (laughs) Well, send us your questions, send us your thoughts to hello at xexperts, E-X-E-X-P-E-R-T-S. And let's kick off 2022 together. That's right. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with the X-Experts. We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it. And always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xexperts.com. Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook and send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. See you next time.